This podcast is made possible by supporters like you. Mahalo. And by Atlas Insurance Agency, Hawaii's largest professional agency, helping Hawaii navigate insurance solutions since 1929. More at atlasinsurance.com. Aloha my kako. Welcome to a new episode of What's You Win? We start every conversation with that question because that's how we communicate here in Hawaii. First thing you want to know is, hey, what's good? Uh, I'm Ron Mizutani, and today we're talking about uh, a place that I've driven through, I would say, hundreds, if not thousands of times uh, through my youth and also as an adult. We're talking about the Kauai Tree Tunnel. You know, more than 100 years ago, rancher and sugar giant uh, Walter Duncan McBride uh, generously donated about 500 eucalyptus trees from Australia to the island of Kauai, the people of Kauai. That gift is now the source of the now famous tree tunnel. The tower is about 100 feet above the ground, creating that grand entrance to the South Shore and also Poipu. It is a beautiful drive in the day, but at night, it's a different story. The one-mile tunnel is a very different road. I want to welcome back Lopaka Kapanui to the program. Lopaka is one of Hawaii's best ghost storytellers. He leads walking ghost tours with Mysteries of Hawaii on Oahu. And uh, during uh, COVID, he had to go virtual. Yeah. But hello, uh, <laughs> Lopaka. Welcome, welcome back to the, to the program. Really oh, appreciate you being great here. great to be here. What school you went? I went to Waipahu. Greg Hammer. Greg Hammer? Yeah. <laughs> Greg Hammer. Mm, Greg, yep. Greg was a police officer as well for yep. many years before... He turned to comedy and, and also being a radio DJ. Yeah, uh, a good man. Good man. Greg and I came up through through high school and <laughs> been through a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, it was it was good to reconnect with him a few years ago. And yeah, he's a great man. Beautiful family. Beautiful family uh, with his beautiful wife, and now now he's a good daddy. And we love you, Greg. Yeah, yeah. it's hammer time. Uh, Lapaka, thanks again for being here. Really appreciate that. We talked a little bit uh, in your intro. Uh, during COVID, you had to, I hate the word pivot, but you did have to pivot. The second everything shut down, you know, I'm sitting there in my room going, oh, you know, how, how am I supposed to be this master storyteller? You know, I just got this certificate. And because my wife is smarter than me. Of course. She said, you don't need people in front of you to be a master of anything. And she said, go online. I was like, this is why I love you. <laughs> this is why I married you. So the virtual... Experience reached a, a larger audience, so now we have more people. Worldwide. Worldwide. Yeah. You know, two things happened during COVID. Um, because we went virtual, uh, a lot of people, you know, safely showed up to our house with uh, who sides of beef, uh, patelli stew, mm -hmm. you know, fish, just really people giving their aloha. And then the second thing that happened was... During COVID, people would, because I do house blessings and, and cleansings as well. I don't advertise, but people were calling and saying, hey, you know, the spirits are really acting up in my house. And I'm like, that's because you're in the house all the time. And so even the spirits get irritated. They're probably saying, get out. Like, really, go someplace, do something. Uh, uh, when you said, Stanley uh, Stu, I think about gun duty rice. Anybody bought you gun duty rice? Uh, oh, my God. Me up. Yeah. Uh, my, 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 my grandpa Bill made the best gun duty rice. Oh. Let's talk Kauai because that's, mm. you know, that's, that's my home. Um, yeah. My wife I, is from Kauai. I, I love beautiful Kauai. There's a reason it's beautiful. But um, as you drive down the halfway bridge, 
course, you're going to take that left turn off Maluhia Road onto that beautiful canopy of trees. It looks like a tunnel. And I remember when Iniki hit. Yeah. Oh, it just devastated it. You know, but it still stood. And it's, today it's regrown, and it's, it's that beautiful tunnel again um, as you head to the south shore. Even if, because uh, there's no lights at the night. I mean, even in the day, you, you, it's, it's pretty shaded. Yeah. And I, I, I never felt afraid in the daytime. And I can't say I was afraid coming through at night, but it was a different, definitely a different drive. Oh, absolutely. Um, but there's a lot going on in there. Correct me if I'm wrong, but how, tree tunnel, how close are the sand dunes? Uh, and I keep mispronouncing the name, Mahauleapu, is that the place? That is correct. And they use that sand to make the concrete for a hotel that Iniki took, or is it Eva? And all the bones are in there. So I've always had the feeling that that place had something to do with the tree tunnel. So my, my oldest and then my number three son, uh, late one night, all drunk and all high. Of course, you know, kids don't tell you this until way after. Of course. Yeah. Because we didn't do any of that when no, we no, were no. young. No. <laughs> you, you knew Greg Hamill. Come on. <laughs> no, okay, I'm going back. But they're driving through the tree tunnel, and I guess the, you know, all the substance was taking its toll, and they started nodding off. And they said the radio in the car was off, and then in between falling asleep, they saw the radio go on and heard this woman's voice say, Wake up right now! Wake up! You know, and they're just like, oh, like this. And then they were fully awake. And the second they woke up, they saw that they were veering to, toward one of those eucalyptus trees and just managed just in time to turn the other way. My baby brother drives Kauai bus. And he said, you know, he drops, drops off all the kupuna over there. And he's coming back through the tree tunnel. He said, in the middle of the day, he's driving and he looks up. It's like older Hawaiian lady sitting in the back. He's like, oh, Tutu, I'm sorry. I, I, I go turn around. And the woman says to him without looking, no need, just keep going. He said, you sure, you sure, because I got to go back to the yard. So wherever you, you know, you stay, I, I turn around, take you back. She goes, no, just keep going. And so he's driving and looking and he's, he's trying to make, make sure that she's okay and, you know, that she's not a vagrant or anything. And he asks her one last time and he looks up, he goes, are you sure? And when he looks up like this, he sees her going like this and then she's slowly, slowly dissolving into nothing. And so he actually said he stopped the bus, got off the bus and called the yard and said, I think I'm going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> and he told him what happened. And, you know, uh, dispatch said, that's the first time we've heard of something happening broad daylight. But so that place, that place has mana. And I've heard that that's also the place where you're not supposed to bring pork to. The other being the pali. Yeah. The one pali. Well, I can't say I ever tried taking Manapua through the tree tunnel, but now I won't for sure. Um, but you said the daytime. So the nighttime, I've heard stories, mm-hmm. the people who, on, who live there. Um, and again, you have to be in tune mm-hmm. to have seen this. Yeah. Funny you talk about the radio because the radio always goes crazy in that tunnel. And I always thought it was interference, but it's probably more, more to that story because it was just, it's fine. Yeah. If you're coming from Poipu or South Shore, you know, wherever, uh, Sometimes the moment you get to that tunnel, it it gets cuckoo. But um, so other stories include, you know, cars going through, mm-hmm. coming to an unexpected un, un stop, white dressed lady in the back of their car or in the front of the car, 
and some people say, is that Pele? Is what? Who who could it be? Uh, and would, would Pele be on Kauai? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where she stopped along the way, and tried to uh, dig a volcano to make a home. Didn't work out. So she definitely has a strong strong connection to Kauai. The funny thing about that tree tunnel too is the the most the more common one that I hear uh, day and night is people driving through the tunnel going back and losing time. Like they know they're driving into the beginning of the tunnel and then the next thing they know they're past the tunnel, you know, going back and they don't remember anything about actually going through it. You know, so they lose at least two, three minutes of time that they can't account for. I've never heard that one. Yeah. Um, again, for those in podcast land who, who don't know who Pele is, <laughs> yeah. Pele, not, not the soccer great, you know, <laughs> Pele, uh, who played soccer, but the goddess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, who, who most times we think of Pele, we think of volcano, we think of Hawaii Island. Mm. But Pele has history on, on all islands. Yeah. I mean, according to the, the oral tradition, and I don't say legend, you know, on every island she went, she made a volcano, you know, a home for her family. So that's how she's connected to every island, and that's how she's able to appear as, you know, the old lady, the beautiful young lady, or the one with the, the big dog. I'm sorry, the big dog? Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. In some instances, they see her with a white dog that gets bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. like to, until it's the size of a baby elephant. Yeah. Turns out she had a lot of pets. Uh, you know, Crouching Lion. Yes. You know, that's supposed to be Pele's dog that she left as she was traveling down the island chain. And she left him there and said, wait till I come back. And, you know, it's a supernatural dog. And he asked her, well, you know, how will I know? She said, look for the flaming orb. That will be my return. And, of course, she never returned, so the dog waited and turned to stone. Mm-hmm. And so I think his name was, no one knew his name, so the people in that area took pity on him and called him Kauhi Makaonalani, the red-eyed one who gazes toward the heavens. Oh, my gosh. So it became Crouching Lion. <laughs> wow. And that, that right around the bend, Kahana Bay is, is very, very much a sacred land. You know, and speaking of Kauai, my, my favorite place is that drive out to Hanalei. The, the mana is so tangible, you know, especially when you're getting through that small area, Naue, it's, it's magic, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm just, I'm just lost in my, my own thing. Though. Every time we go, I make my wife drive, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. And at some points while we're driving, my wife has to go, come back now, come back. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot of mana there. My mom. My mom grew up in Kilauea, mm. so we, we spent some time in, in Hanalei and Kilauea, Kalihuai, and there, there's definitely a presence about that place. Oh, my yeah. mother-in-law grew up there too. Um, maiden name is uh, Razanabum in Kilauea. Probably knows your mom. Yeah, my <laughs> mama. My mom was a, the the Hawaiian, German. Korean Spanish <laughs> girl, <laughs> but she, she even though she went to Kamehameha School, she was a puck. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because my her dad was um, half Spanish, half Korean, hmm. and then yeah, you know how that's plantation lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Grandpa was one hundred percent German on the other side. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, like going back to um, the trees. Uh, you know, you you talked about the the, the the eucalyptus. Now, is it a bad thing or or or, or not so? pleasant spirit that's been in there? I think the the mana of that place 
was probably already there before the eucalyptus. And so, you know, the, the woman in the white dress is, you know, something you can find all over the world. But I think specifically in Hawaii, when it's the woman in white um, asking for a ride, asking for food, what my mom told me was that no matter what the circumstance, no matter how scared you are, give her the ride. And whatever happens after happens. But she said, it's nothing you have to worry about. But my mom said, give her the ride. <laughs> well, my, my family told me not to. So there, there's a, I'm, a, I'm confused by that. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I can understand why. Because yeah. uh, you're not supposed to be, you're supposed to be respectful, but not frightened. Yeah. There's a big difference between the two. And, and the white, the lady in the white we hear from Makapu'u. Um, mm-hmm. Going around Makapu'u, you'll see that lady in white. I mean, these are all I call it like you oral, oral yep. traditions of, of stories, not not legend. Um, again, skeptics will say otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, or say I've traveled that the road, that the tunnel, uh, tree tunnel all the time. I don't ever see it. Not everyone will experience it. Not everyone has, you know, the gift. Yeah, the way I put it is everybody's. Mostly everybody's walking around with only a nickel, and very few, few people have six cents. Mm, nice one. <laughs> well, since I can feel it, does that make me successful? <laughs> Depends on who you ask. Yeah. But, um, um, my, my mom said, you know, um, and I want to explain this to you, is because it's, it's Pele, or it might be one of Pele's sisters, and the Pele family, when they, when they ask for, for something, they only ask three times, and then pao. Then pao as in? Yumake. <laughs> so you better so you better do it before the third strike. Yeah, so that's why my mom said just give her the ride if she wants food, give her food. You know, just do everything. <laughs> okay. So now if I see the, the I'm not making fun. Yeah. But if I see the the white lady, I'm definitely stopping. Yeah. I'm definitely stopping. Uh, Kauai is um, you know, there's so many so many stories. Uh it is a very uh, powerful island. Yeah. It was the, the oldest, if you will, of the eight major Hawaiian islands, but lots of battles won there, lots of battles lost there. Mm-hmm. Um, is that why the impact is so filled with, um, is that island is filled with so many stories? Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, near there is, uh, what, Waineha, where I think when they did, Komuali did a census, they recorded 75 Menehune families still living in that area. And apparently there's some Hawaiians on Kauai today that claim that they're a descendant of those Menehune, uh, Lumahai. There's a night marcher trail coming out that way. But also, <clears throat> uh, where the um, the Fern Grotto is, mm-hmm. apparently that's the place that focuses all all the psychic energy right there. And so that's supposed to be the reason why spiritualists, you know, hippies, whoever come from around the world to experience that mana specifically in that place. At the Fern Grotto or, or in that whole area? Because Spec- isn't there, there's, oh, excuse me. I, yeah, yeah. Isn't there like a, um, where they filmed, because Hollywood loves Koi. Yeah. Isn't, they do. And, and I think it was uh, Outbreak. Yeah. Uh, with Dustin Hoffman was filmed. Uh, they turned that into an African village or what. But it's also a very spiritual place on Kauai. I, I wouldn't dare, if I was Spielberg or anybody, a producer, yeah. go in there and, and, and flirt with that. But, there is a presence about that place and that you say people come from all over the globe yeah. knowing that. I mean, it's, it's no secret to those who are in, in understanding of spirits. Yeah, and because of that, um, all the spiritualists 
around the world believe that, sincerely believe, they're not crackpots, that when world peace happens, it's going to start from there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it's, it's an unusual thing to imagine that world peace will start from, from Hawaii. I believe that to be true. Yeah. And just down the road is the Coco Palms, which is another mm. very, very <laughs> powerful. Then not just where Blue Hawaii was, you know, Elvis yeah. came down and sang the Hawaiian wedding song. That area is, is plenty mana. Manaful. I've driven there. You say manaful? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Can I use that? Oh, I'll, absolutely. I'll, I'll attribute it to you. But yeah, plenty of mana. Yeah, driven past there at night, you know, going to go get pizza at Brick House and mm-hmm. um, see red flames, like, inside that, that place. And I'm like, Mm. <laughs> yeah. Plus, all the pilikia, all the problems that they still encounter there. Yeah. It's just one after another. I mean, Iniki did its, did its number there, but here we are 20, 30 years later, and we still cannot find resolution there. Yeah, never, never learned their lesson yet Yeah, because it's all about money. Sure. <laughs> Depending who you ask, it's a, it was a beautiful hotel property overlooking Wailua Beach, but it also was a property that probably never should have been built in, in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. You talked about Menehune, um, <clears throat> and, and, and growing up in Nawiliwili, Nyumalu, we, we had a, a, one, a one-lane bridge right before Nawiliwili Park, and my family had a small little rinky-dinky motel right, right there, right off the bridge. And when we seen the visitors come, we would bomb off the bridge and get their car wet. We thought it was a big game. That's how we grew up, you know, <laughs> playing games is, here they come. And they would always ask, though, because that was the route to Menehune Fish Pond. Where's the Minnehone Fish Pond? And we would tell them go straight because it was actually turned right. Yeah. Right. Because at the end of the road was uh, just a little boat ramp. But eventually they would find their way up to Minnehone Fish Pond. But to this day, when I go up there, and by the way, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, all of those movies that Spielberg made, made use of that little area for the runway to airplanes. If you ever watch Raiders, that's, that was right there, Minnehone Fish Pond. But it is amazing. You don't have to believe, but somebody built that. Um, and I wouldn't even question or even go near that place right now to try and to see, but it's, it's astounding how that was built and, and the, and the, uh, almost like scientific perfection of how that was built. And, and thus the Menehune fish pond, the Menehune pond built that. So again, the oldest boy and the third one, Menehune fish pond, the big sign, uh, I think my oldest son had a Scirocco. What? That's an old folks wagon. <laughs> They're over there, paintballs at the sign. Oh, no. Just blasting the sign. And then all of a sudden, their paintball thing jammed. So they're sitting in the front, you know, the front seats trying to, like, unjam it. The third oldest looks up. There's this mist coming toward the car. And this woman appears from inside the mist and is going like this. Oh. And... The woman is starting to come through the windshield, and the third oldest is going, "Koa, koa, koa!" And you know, the oldest son is like, "Stop, stop, stop!" The thing jammed. When he finally looked up, he said, "The the woman was already coming through the windshield, and they did a hard reverse going down, <laughs> then got out of there." And so these two boys are, uh, you know, they hunt, they fish, but the way their mind works is it doesn't work in the capacity to to believe this kind of thing. 
So for those two knuckleheads to say that something happened, it, it really did happen. Well, I believe. Yeah. I totally believe. They probably zoomed right by that bridge where I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> where I grew up uh, fishing for prawns and yeah. catching tilapia. Is, is that small hotel still there? Uh, no, we, we ended up. Oh, so you're familiar with. It's called Motel Francis. It was named for my grandma. Okay. Uh, but uh, we, we eventually sold. Um, Iniki came, and after oh. that, the flood zone laws just got crazy. But it's, it stayed there till in the mid-2000s. Okay. Yeah. Uh, plenty of money over there too, man. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, as we as we look through Kauai's uh, history and, and knowing the battles that Kamehameha had there, and, and then, you know, that trek to the South Shore, um, which I know lots of people in, in the islands have done, and, of course, our visitors – Next time you go driving down the tree tunnel, think about <laughs> what Lopaka said. And if your radio starts going fuzzy, there's a reason. And if someone is there asking for a ride, you might want to stop. If, because you hear about it in all of our, our oral traditions, but if you want to feel what kapu is like, go through the tree tunnel on the night of no moon and you'll know. By car or by foot? Try both. <laughs> I think I'll pass the foot. <laughs> yeah, I think I'll pass on the foot. Hey, mahalo nui for joining us, uh, and, and to all of you out there in podcast land, we thank you so much for joining us. Tune in next week for another episode of What School You Went. Until next time, mahalo. What School You Went is a PBS Hawaii production. Music by Taimane Gardner. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and tell your friends. You can find us on pbshawaii.org and everywhere you get your podcasts.